This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer, past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Good morning, everybody. Today is March 21st. The year is 2023. It's a great time to be alive in this crazy world. And uh, today we have an interesting session. So after we go over the numbers, I'm going to have a quick update interview with our man, Louis Nelson. I'm going to show you his numbers. It's been up and down like every business here goes. And uh, he's going to be able to go and share some of his thoughts, some of his experiences so far. And I bet that you're going to be relating to that really, really well because everybody kind of goes through the similar cycle, but it's all about the ride. It's all about enjoying that ride. So let's go over the numbers first. A really strong start for the week, guys. We had over 25,000 in premiums just yesterday alone. 16 people wrote business. So we are on track probably to have 120 to 140,000 a week. So let's see what happens there. Uh, right now, Marsha is on top, uh, two deals for 48.43. Uh, Jamar is mean reverting. Jamar wrote more yesterday than he did all last week. Sometimes that's how it goes. Uh, two deals, 38.58 for Jamar. Uh, Crystal Bowden found a nice one here, what Sean Chad will, will call a fatty at 34.12. Not bad. Uh, Tristan. I think he wrote like three or four kids policies yesterday, seven deals, uh, 28.65, good start for the week. Sean Chadwell, a couple of deals, uh, 25.90. Mariana, a couple of deals, 25.62. Uh, Matt Kalanki found a really nice one. So good start for the week, Matt, uh, 22.05. Uh, John Monkris also found a nice one for over 2K. Uh, Louis Nelson already has two. For 1835. A Michael Cotton scratch for 1617. Preston scratch for 1527. A Kerry Wysong had a couple of deals for 1156. A Mitchell scratch for 1141. Lisa Berry scratched. Michael Hager scratched. Wonder Woman had a couple of them. So uh, things are rolling. There, there's a lot of momentum going on, and you guys are jumping on it. It's going to be a great week. Absolutely no doubt about it. So let me see if I can put Mr. Nelson on the main screen with me here. Louis, how are you, buddy? Good, man. How are you? Good. I wish it was a little bit warmer here in Ohio, 22 degrees this morning. Hopefully spring is coming soon. But uh, you're in Texas. Everything is good in Texas now, right? I mean, it was freezing yesterday. It's warming up now. It's 50 right now super so 
let me just show everybody including you Lewis you I'm not sure if you saw this or not can you guys see this spreadsheet here so since I'm a numbers guy I like to track things I don't know I, I believe you cannot manage anything unless you know what, what what's going on from a numbers perspective and this is really Lewis's journey from a number standpoint now there is a story behind all of this we're going to talk about all of this but first time I met Lewis face to face was in Dallas he came to one of the Equus events back in mid-October last year right yeah yeah that's all about right then it, it took some time he got his you know licensing he was dealing many different things and then in December he wrote a couple of apps for uh, 11, uh, 1911. And then if I remember, Louis, these were some bonus leads on mortgage protection or something very painful like that, right? Yeah, December was all B leads. B leads. Bonus. Yeah. So he went through that rigor. And then in, in January 23, he just took off. He got on the A leads for mortgage protection. He was on fire. And for him to write over 11,000 in the first month uh, full-time that was a great accomplishment and then in February it kind of dipped and this is usually what happened guys I don't know if this is a top or slump but this happens to everybody including me including Lee coach K Mariana we can go across the board so people who have a capability they usually write a lot of business and then there is a dip and when that dip happens Lois 95 percent of people do not recover after that dip. Those are the odds. It just dips and then it goes to zero. Now, for one out of 20, what happens is they figure something out, they make the pivot, and then they go to the higher highs. And right now, you are at 21,595 with two weeks to go. Um, that is incredible. That is in the top 1% of all the insurance producers in the country so you are on track for record month which is going to get you to to the promotion you were looking for so that's what it looks like from a number standpoint but let's peel this onion one at a time here so share with the team that ptsd experience of of calling mortgage protection bonus leads how did that feel uh you just get a lot of people that are like what i i did i did what a few months ago Ago, or you sent me what a few months ago it's just a bunch of confusion and a lot of dial tones or people telling you no 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 so the bonus leads were a good learning experience for sure but uh switching over to the a lead mortgage protection is like a complete 180 completely different personalities and, and attitudes from the people that you get on the phone and what did you learn from that process talking to mortgage protection a leads um what I really learned is, is it's a very emotional sale. Now, this whole business is very emotional. Uh, it's talking to everyone that I've talked to. It's it's a difficult conversation to have. No one wants to have it, you know, preparing for when they die. But um, the mortgage protection, um, you know, it, you're protecting something very valuable to them, which is their house. And, you know, just talking them through it, helping them understand the products and you know the different routes they can take to keep their home protected and their family protected it was it was a good experience okay so so you definitely enjoy that and and this is the time guys where 
you know, mortgage rates really spiked up. Uh, the housing demand and the data is down right now between 60 and 70% versus last year. It, uh, we are reaching right now the levels of 2008 crash. And it's like 15 years later. That's how bad the housing market right now is. So we kind of knew that was going to happen. So that's why we transitioned into these elites. And, and Lewis, tell us about that transition because transition was not easy, right? It's like, man, I'm hitting this. It's working. And why are we changing? And how, how did those first conversations go with the elites? Man, I was tripping over myself because I, I, I kind of had to just reset my script. It's a whole different kind of script and conversation. So it took me a, a couple of weeks to really get it flowing so I didn't sound like a robot or an idiot. So it was it was an interesting process. Okay. And and what advice would you give yourself after those two or three weeks of adjusting? What would you tell yourself up front as you were, let's say you had no mortgage protection experience, no nothing, and you just did e-leads from the beginning. What would you tell yourself? Um, the first thing I would tell myself is practice more, record yourself more, listen to yourself more. Um, I always try to, that's kind of like, a, you know how singers will do like a do, re, mi, fizz, whatever the whatever they do before they, they start singing. That's kind of like what I do before I start scripting. Okay. But I I should have I should have did it a little bit more than what I actually did. That's that's the advice I would give myself. Practice makes perfect. You gotta have some practice before a game, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just show up to the game. So so that was good. So so many people experience that pullback usually in the second month of the business, right? So you went through this, and not only it's um, it's it's um, challenging. But mentally, it's also giving you some some of the things probably that you have not experienced before, because it's um, it really gets exposed what's in your head when those downturns go. So, talk to the team uh, about those challenges. How did you go and overcome those mentally? Well, I mean, <clears throat> going into February from January, January I felt pretty good. I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm kind of getting the hang of this. I submitted some deals, got paid on some deals. I was feeling good going into February. And then for some reason, I mean, my, my brain would always try to find an excuse when I shouldn't have, you know, oh, it's the leads are bad or, you know, people are not picking up because I don't know, right? You just come up with stupid excuses. But um, it was definitely discouraging. There was points where I just wanted to just, you know, punch my monitor I was like man I'm, I'm done with this I hate this job you know there were moments like that where I'm like what am I doing wrong but um really it's just I'm not one to really back down from a fight I've always been determined if I want something I'm going to keep going keep going until I just if it's not meant to be I'm going to find out <clears throat> and it's just going to beat me down and it's going to let me know that this is not for you this is not for you and I wasn't getting that vibe from, from this so I just kept kept calling, kept practicing my scripts. You know, everyone says it in the rookie roundtable, you know, you got to dial, you got to dial. And that's that's true. I mean, there were some days where I dialed 20 to 50 times and I'd just be so discouraged. I'm like, dude, there's there's no point in me dialing because I already have a negative attitude. Mm -hmm. uh, the way I'm going to talk to these people, it, it's, it's not going to result in anything. So I'm just kind of wasting their time and my time. So I would take a moment. Um, I would go, you know, there was times where I take a walk around the block, get some fresh air, hit the gym, 
you know, there's some times where I get on the ground, do some push-ups, kind of like a, a reminder of, you know, you need to dial more kind of, kind of my, kind of like my discipline in my head. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, February, February really knocked me down. Uh, I wasn't like towards the end of February, I was like, man, I don't even know if I'm like, if this is worth it. Like I'm, I'm spending so much money on leads. I can't convert any of them. <clears throat> How am I going to survive March? But you know, listening to my, my managers, you know, Tristan Lee, you know, just got to rely on the team, keep investing, keep dialing, keep working. You know, it's, it's, it's just following the process. That's, that's what I was told multiple times. There was times where I didn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it, but you know, here we are now. Yeah. So last week was, it was an awesome week, right? That had to feel good. Yeah. Last week got some, got some fatties. The fatties felt good. Uh, I'm not going to lie, you know, putting up, I think it was like 10, 12 grand in a week. You definitely feel good after doing something like that. I can't lie. <clears throat> good. So what what kind of kept you um, up from going down, right? So why why didn't you quit? It was so easy to quit after that second month going down. What kept you up? Um, there's a few things that kept me up. I mean, one, I won't lie. I got a, I got a big tax return. So <laughs> taxes came in, um, they helped cover some bills, helped cover some credit card debt. So it, it kind of relieved a little bit of a weight off my shoulder. And then the, the second thing was, you know, although I was dialing and I got some people on the phone, the conversations that I had, although they didn't result in a sale, they were nice conversations to have. And they kind of kept my morale up because I'm like, okay, there's people out there that are really interested in the product. They, they, they want the product, they need the product. It's just maybe this isn't the right time, and <clears throat> though the, really those two things were what really kept my kept my head above water. Um, mainly the the talking to people, hearing people's stories, hearing their situations, um, and just keeping in contact with them. A lot of follow up in this game, um, and you know, leading into March, some of those people that I talked to in February were actually deals. You know, this month. So um, those are the two things that really kept me up. No, that 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 is great. And uh, and how does your schedule look like right now? I mean, to write twenty thousand in a, in the first couple of weeks—that's not an easy thing to do. So you got lucky with some fatties, but also you put yourself in a position to be lucky. So let's talk about your schedule and how did you organize yourself? Um, let's see. My day off is typically Sunday, so Monday through Saturday, I'm I'm always doing something. From about I wake up around seven o'clock, six thirty, seven o'clock um do my morning ritual you know i like to do a little meditation a little bit of stretching stuff like that um but i've always done that but i I get to dial around 8 8 30 and dial to about this meeting and then right after this meeting i'll dial all the way through rookie all the way to rookie round table mm-hmm. and then you know go through the training if i have appointments i'll run appointments right after um between like two and four o'clock two and five o'clock if i don't have anything I mean, I, I found that a lot of people don't really pick up the phone around that time. So I'll go handle, you know, some errands. I'll go to the gym, uh, cook, you know, get some food in me. And then I'll start dialing, running appointments, you know, four or five to about seven, eight o'clock, depending on how late, you know, someone needs me to, needs me to be on the phone. And that's typically Monday through Friday. Saturdays, it's a little different. Saturdays, you know, I'll dial in the morning when I get my leads. And then um, most of those 
people that I call on Saturdays, they're, uh, they're on the spot appointments. I don't really have appointments on Saturdays. And then, you know, about one, two o'clock, I'm done for, for the day on Saturday and I'll just spend the rest of the weekend kind of just relaxing, recovering, getting ready for the week. Well, that is good. So you kind of organize yourself. And how long did it take you to really put yourself in that kind of a zone and a flow state? Of, of the- I'm still trying to figure it out, but it took me a couple months for sure. It does take time. It does take time. So for all the new people listening, don't expect you're going to be writing 20 grand in the next two weeks. It's unlikely to happen. You got to go and grow into it like, like Lewis did. So, so that is awesome. Now, you're getting a handle of it. You have this constant flow of leads right now. Your schedule is there. Good conversations with people. You're becoming a better underwriter too to find the right product. So everything is positioned now for great rest of 2023. So talk to team about your goals. What would you like to accomplish in 2023 in this business? Um, I income wise, I want to I want to break six figures. Um, my goal is you know, 200, 250. Um, I'll take 100, 150, of course, but the goal is 200, 250,000. And then I want to start looking at hiring agents, helping people get to where I am now. And I, I feel like I have a, I don't understand everything. I'm not going to say that, but I'm, I'm starting to get a better understanding of the, the products, um, asking the right questions, figuring out which way to take people stuff like that. I mean, I still bother my, I still bother Tristan every single day. Don't get me wrong. I, I call him, you know, 10 times a day. Um, but I'm starting to get a, I'm starting to get a little bit of a hang of it. So, I mean, those are my two goals is, you know, income wise break six figures. And I want to start, start looking at high, or recruiting. Um, I'd like to have a couple agents by the end of the year. Those are some great goals, great goals in the first year, like coach K and I like to talk first surviving first year is like that most difficult thing you're ever going to do. Right. But if you survive the first year and you make six figures in the first year, it's going to be difficult not to make quarter of a million a couple of years later. It just, that's how it just works, right? You're going to get better. And once you start bringing new agents on and teaching them all the skills that you learn, also that's pretty much going to pay for your leads. And in our back of the envelope, Matt, is you have four agents in your agency. You are getting free leads, $1,000 a week, right? That's that's the man. So looking forward to the rest of 2023. Now that you went through this speed bump here, little mm-hmm. obstacle that you overcame. So I'm just going to open this up uh, to the team for the questions. I'm sure a lot of people are going through the same thing that you have. Yeah, I'm looking at Mitchell, Crystal White. They're kind of like on the same path. Explosive start and then kind of a dip. So now they're about to turn it on. So, so open Q&A for you guys. Go ahead, Renata. Yes. Hi, Louis. Great job. Um, and uh, thank you for showing the up and downs. You know, I'm sure we all go through that. I do. I go through myself. But what was your background? What is your background? What did you do before you start doing insurance? Um, uh, right before this, uh, the majority of it was uh, I was a car salesman. So I did that for about eight months. And then I was in the roofing business for a little bit. I kind of got a taste for uh, being your own business owner. Roofing wasn't really for me. I'm not going to lie. And then um, I found this. So before this, it was car sales mainly and a little bit of roofing. Okay. Thank you. And another question. Why uh, you mentioned that you felt like 
you hate this job a uh, few times during the process. What make you feel that way? I uh, just the discouragement. I'm I'm my biggest uh, critic critic for sure. And if I'm there was there was times where I didn't submit anything. I felt I couldn't get anybody on the phone. Um, and I always try to find excuses and, and try and blame something else other than other than me. Uh, so that was kind of like what messed with my mental state at that time. Um, all I can say is just push through it. Keep dialing. You're going to get someone on the phone that's going to just completely change your attitude. I've had that happen to me every single day, honestly, because once you go through, you know, your whole you go through 50 of your 70 of my 75 leads. In this case, you go through 50. No one picks up or I got a bunch of people that are like, dude, stop calling me. Why, why are you guys calling me? Right. Just kills your mood. And then that 51st person is like an angel and they're so happy to hear from you and they're ready to buy, you know, the moon. And it's just like, wow, I, I'm so happy. I just kept pushing through and kept calling. So that's, that's all I can really say is just, if you feel like you're upset and you're unhappy and you're just discouraged, just keep dialing. Someone's going to, someone's going to pop up. That's kind of how it works. I've, I've realized in my life is stuff just happens for a reason. All right. Congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's definitely a great mindset to deal with those obstacles. Michael Hager, go ahead. Hey, uh, Louis, uh, I'm with you on the, um, you know, that struggling uh, thing, but you're right. Um, just pushing through and getting the dialing going is what, uh, what gets you to the next dial. Uh, with what you were talking about this morning, last night, I was yesterday I was unsuccessful to the very last call. I had 10 more leads that I hadn't contacted. Well, I'm going to call them all. And the last um, uh, person I talked to was the appointment that I just wrote this morning while the call started. Uh, but do you miss the car business at all? I was 30-some years in it. <laughs> oh, you were. Uh, I mean, yeah. there's, some, there's some aspects that I miss, for sure. I mean, the camaraderie is, is, is awesome. You know, you're with your boys all day, all week, working 70 hours a week, just grinding. So, I mean, that was fun. But um, And the money was good at the time. Because of COVID and you know the price spikes in the in vehicles, but I definitely I definitely don't miss being yelled at by my managers for no reason or working 70, 80 hours a week. That, those are the things I definitely don't miss. I was one of those managers, but I didn't yell. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I would have liked working with you then. <laughs> Crystal, what PTSD moment now? Right, Sean Chadwell, go ahead. All right. Are you a reader? Uh, right now, I haven't been reading. The, the thing that I've been reading right now is um, I just got my my federal firearms license in the mail about a week ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of starting that endeavor little by little. So the book I've been reading is the United States Code. I'm on a chapter 18 of the code book for the United States. So that's all I've been reading right now. But in the past, I used to be a reader. Okay. Well, I was just curious if... Uh... If you had gotten into any good, um, you know, uh, personal development books, sales books, things like that, if, if what you were reading or what you do to develop yourself. Um, so, but a great start. I, I relate because I started, I guess, full-time last March, you know, and kind of my graph looks just like yours. And so everybody, you know, that's new. You, you have those, what I call the sophomore slump, but that's when you dig in to the training and 
whoever your coach is. And so congratulations, keep it up, and, uh, and you're, you're going to have a blast. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, here's that up and down graph, and now he is already higher than he was. He's double of February, and we have still have two weeks to go. So this is, <laughs> guys, the limit here. So great job, Louis. Uh, thank you for, for sticking not just with us, but also with yourself and handling those demons in, in your head because all of us have them. And if you're able to master that, sky's the limit. And there is no reason why you would not reach your goals in 2023. Thank you. Thank you, sir.